As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. I am doing so well. It has just been one of those days around here. So I'm so happy to be chatting with you now. Me too. I'm super excited to have you on. So thank you so much for agreeing to be a guest on BossWalk.Live. And I love your history and your story. Do you mind telling my audience in my community exactly what you do and your background? Oh, sure, sure. I am a married mother of four teenagers and I live in Wichita, Kansas. I am the founder of Feed Your Family Tonight, where my mission is to build stronger families one dinner at a time. So since 2017, I have been helping families get weeknight dinner on the table, even when life is crazy, without hitting through the drive through and without having hours of weekend prep. I kind of started this in 2017 because my girls were playing competitive soccer and I was sitting on the sidelines of all of these other parents and they were saying, we're going to go home. We're going to hit the drive-through. We're going to eat dinner, get the homework done, get the kids in the bath and get them to bed. And I was doing all of those things except for hitting the drive-through. And they asked me how I did it. And so I started reverse engineering what I was doing naturally and started teaching it to families so that they could get dinner on the table without having to hit the drive-through. Awesome. I love that. I'm definitely one of, the mo- one of those moms that need to hear this. <laughs> um, Are we all? Yes. <laughs> I have four teenagers as well. And so, and it's very hard because they're all in sports. And so once we get in that routine, if we have three kids doing once, you know, doing sports in one night, it's really hard to eat dinner. Everybody get home and eat dinner at the same time. So yes, of course we hit the drive-thrus or, you know, we, we stop at the gas station to pick up some chips and, and you know, a Debbie, a little, you know, whatever we can grab. So I'm super excited to have you on because this is definitely a conversation that we really need to start off our year talking about, about a better life, better, you know, better habits, um, just think, just making things easier for us pretty much, you know, as, especially as moms and as parents. So what is something that you would suggest for that busy mom that's always, you know, hitting the drive through and that feels like I just don't have time at home to prep? Okay, here's the thing. Before you even start thinking about prepping, before you even start thinking about hitting the drive through you need to look at your schedule and you need to be real honest about what's happening in your life. And so I have a free weekly meal planning sheet at feedyourfamilytonight.com slash plan. And it has a place to list your schedule because here's the thing. You don't want to be figuring out what you eat until you figure out when you're going to eat because Getting dinner on the table has to work with the reality of your life, no matter how crazy that reality is. And so you want to look at your schedule first, and then you do what I call set a dinner bell, which is the target time that you're going to have dinner ready. 
Now, if you're like me with four teenagers, having dinner ready means someone might be getting an early plate, someone might be getting a late plate, someone might be sitting together in the middle. Whatever dinner ready for you is, set that time, and then you plan your meals according to what your schedule is like. So on a day where you've got piano from 3.45 to 4.45, soccer from five until six, and you've gotta be back up at school for a PTO meeting at seven, you need something that is ready to go the second you walk in the door at 6.15 from soccer practice. For me, that's usually something that's going in the oven, something that's going into the Instant Pot, something that I can put in the oven before I run my kids to all their activities and then I can come back and it's ready to go. But then a couple of days later, you might have a quieter evening and you have 20 or 30 minutes to stand at the stove and physically cook a stir fry. I want people to start thinking about their recipes in terms of time and time is hands-on time and cooking time. So I call cooking when you're adding heat. So you separate the prep from the actual cooking and then you can start fitting that little bit of prep into little pockets of time that you have because again, you're a working mom, I'm a working mom. All I have is pockets. I don't, I don't have, I don't have an hour and a half to stand down at the stove and fix dinner and I'm a food pro, okay? So, so we have to learn how our recipes fit in with our time and start doing little things. And I mean, as little as when you're cleaning up your dinner dishes, take the meat out of the freezer for tomorrow. Do you know how much easier your life is if the meat's already thawed? Yes. But you can't thaw your meat unless you know what you're having. And you right. can't know what you're having unless you look at your schedule and your time and prep. So that is, that is the foundation of what I teach at Feed Your Family tonight. Okay, that's wonderful. Um, the, the one thing that just stood out to me, though, was the fact that, like you said, when you're doing your dishes at night and you're pulling that, that meat out of the freezer for the next day, I had to learn that the hard way. So now I definitely do that because I don't do my dishes, thank God, because I have children who can do them. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> yeah. but so I tell them, hey, you know, go ahead and pull something out for tomorrow, whatever it is or whatever. But like you said, if, if it doesn't fit into your schedule for you to be able to cook it, then it has to make sense, right? It has to make sense whatever you're pulling out. So my, my question is, how do we not get bored with those easy meals? Okay, well, there's a couple of things. First of all, there is a time and a season in life when boring is okay. When you are in, you know, a, a deep season of sports, maybe you're in basketball season or you're in football season or whatever, and you know that it's practice, 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 game, practice, game. And then for that six, eight weeks, embrace the boring. I'm really going to encourage you to do that, but we also get bored and we get tired of it. So I have lots of tricks for getting out of a dinner rut. I just recorded on the Feed Your Family Tonight podcast, four tips for getting out of a dinner rut. And one of the biggest things is take your basic boring, quote unquote, boring meals and change them up just a little bit. So instead of doing beef tacos, swap it for kitchen taco or chicken tacos. Or if you are making a um, spaghetti, change up the pasta shape, put it into a casserole dish, put a little bit of cheese on it and make it a baked pasta. That, that sounds really rudimentary, but I promise you it will feel fresh. I just had someone comment in my Facebook group. You're like, I followed your thing. I didn't think it would be any big deal, but my kids thought this was like the best dinner ever. And all I did was swap out the pasta shape and put it in the oven with some cheese. It was still a jar of sauce and a pound of hamburger. And that was it. And 
you know, nothing wrong with a jar of sauce. Try a different brand of sauce if you want, or serve it with a different side. Maybe just to shake things up, you'll serve some garlic bread and your kids will think you're wonderful because there's another carb on the table. I mean, <laughs> you know, right. like it doesn't have to be big changes. Now, if you're really in a dinner rut and you're really trying to break yourself out of it, give yourself 45 minutes and go to a different grocery store with a little bit of extra money in your budget and see how you get inspired. Sometimes you'll just see the produce piled up. This happened to me last week. I was, I, I was kind of feeling in the dinner rut and I saw some really beautiful kale. And one of my dear friends had just talked about a kale soup that she had made. My kids are not big fans of soup, but I saw that kale and I thought of her soup and I was like, I'm making it anyway. And I made it with a side of beer bread and my kids that complained about the soup, well, they ate some beer bread and it was fine, you know? So those are a couple of things is when you're really in a rut, go to a different grocery store and you would be, you'll see the meat case and be like, oh my gosh, I haven't made that sheep ham veggies and sausage. And you see the beautiful sausage there and you're like, oh, I'm going to make that recipe I haven't made in a long time. Right. I, my you know, so there's lots of ways. The other thing is I keep a recipe index. It's part of my meal planning system that I have at Feed Your Family Tonight. And that recipe index is broken down by proteins. And when you get in a rut, go back and look at it. And you'll be like, oh my gosh, I haven't made that recipe in six months, eight months, maybe even a year. Because as the seasons change, our go-to recipes kind of change. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not grilling in the, in December, at least right. not in Kansas, you're not. And right. And you're not serving bright salads in January, you right. know? So as the seasons change, that kind of helps, but just change up a couple of small things and it will feel fresh. Now I will say, I listened to that podcast and I did exactly that. So last week uh, we did, I did my pasta and instead of doing regular spaghetti, cause I, I've changed the way I've been eating. So I've been eating a lot of more lean meat, even though you can get a lean um, ground beef, but I got, you know, I just use regular chicken breast and I made my spaghetti pasta and it was awesome. And then I just, you know, added a vegetable or whatever, but we loved it. And it was something new. It was something fresh and it wasn't the old spaghetti, you know? So I loved it. You guys, if you're listening, definitely go listen to that podcast because it really helped me and I loved it. My family loved it as well. So that was, I loved it. Thank you so much for that tip. And oh, I love that. Yeah. You just swapped out the protein. Yeah, I mean, that's all I did. It's amazing how something as simple as swapping out protein can just yeah. make things feel fresh. And, and it makes you feel better too, because you don't want anything hard. You don't want anything complicated. You don't yes. really want to go try a new recipe that your kids may or may not eat. Right. So go with yeah. what you know and swap out a few things. Yeah, I love it. So um, when you have, when you started this journey, you said 2017? Yes. Yeah. So when you started this, was it hard for your kids to kind of get in that groove of not eating out all the time? No, because I already wasn't doing it. And oh, okay. Now, let me tell you, though, I am not against eating out. As mm -hmm. a matter of fact, since I've become a food professional, we've probably eaten out more than we did before. <laughs> but here's, here's, what I, here's my view on eating out is I don't want it to happen to you. I okay. want you to plan for it. And right. let, me, let me give you an example is if you are looking at your schedule and you know Saturday is going to be like the first bright spring day and you're going to be like wanting to be outside running around doing stuff or out working in your yard or at your kid's soccer game all day or a tournament, put that day as your day and you're going to write takeout for that night. And all week long, you're going to look forward to that break. And when you hit that Wednesday night and you're kind of cranky and you really don't feel like cooking and you're tempted to go through the drive-thru, you're going to be like, no, 
I'm going to do that on Saturday. And so it gives you something to look forward to. It also helps you get through those times when you don't really feel like it. Here's another thing is every family needs to have what I call a backup meal and you need to have two or three of them. And that's something you can get on the table in 20 minutes or less with ingredients you keep in your house all the time because everyone has a day where the wheels fall off or a day where they're like, I'm toast and it's not going to happen. And so my favorite backup meal is bean and cheese quesadillas. I keep a can of refried beans in my pantry. I keep a package of tortillas in my freezer and I keep a bag of shredded cheese in my freezer. I slap that together and make a quesadilla, serve it with, you know, some frozen vegetables or cut up some fruit. Dinner's on the table in 20 minutes or less. So for those days when you're tempted to go to the drive-thru, remember, it's going to take you at least 20 minutes to get through the drive-thru and get home. And that's if like you're not at Chick-fil-A and the line's a mile long. Um, so, you know, <laughs> um, so have two or three breakfasts, have some breakfast for dinner. Keep yourself a dozen eggs and a box of pancake mix. And you can have scrambled eggs and pancakes on the table in 20 minutes or less. For those days where you really feel like you wanna hit the drive-through, but don't take the drive-through out. Just have it and have it to look forward to. And if your kids are really reluctant to having the drive-through kind of have them start choosing which drive-through you're gonna hit on the day that you have it on your list. And then they have something to look forward to too. Right. So you actually answered my next question I was going to ask you was, what are some staple pieces that we can keep in the house, you know, for those backup meals? And that's awesome. You know, I forgot about breakfast. We haven't ate breakfast food for dinner in like forever. So yeah, that's awesome. I love that idea. But yeah, that was going to be my next question. Like, you know, what are some things? Well, I've we got a few. Yeah. Um, again, bean and cheese quesadillas. I have, do chicken noodle soup. A lot of times I'll keep broth in my freezer and some cooked chicken meat. And then I can boil up a bunch of noodles and have chicken noodle soup on the way. I'm also not afraid of a frozen dinner. Like go buy the Trader Joe's orange chicken, keep that in your freezer or a bag of chicken nuggets or a frozen pizza. It really doesn't matter, but it's still going to be less expensive and probably even faster than going to the drive-thru. Right. I love it. I love it. So what do you think is the reason why we kind of lean towards, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to go home and cook because that was my thing. For me, it was, oh, this is going to be faster. But like you just said, cooking at home could be faster as well. It all depends on what you're cooking. And I guess because I never really thought about having a backup to my backup, <laughs> you mm -hmm. know, and then because I'm, I'm the mom that loves to make dinner. So I'm the dinner parent. And so, yeah, my meals usually take about an hour or so, you know, to cook and prep. So if I'm not getting home from a basketball game until 8.30, then we're not eating until 10 o'clock, you know? And so what um, what I started doing is buying pizzas for them to throw in the, in the oven, but then they get bored with this. So and then, you know, we do, we do corn dogs and then they get bored with that. Like my kids are really picky. So... <laughs> So, yes, but like you said, you know, just be creative. And I love that. I love what you said about that. So what is your advice for, or what do you think is the reason, you know, why we choose not to cook as much? As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Well, I mean, we're busy and, um, we, we lead a much more frantic life than I think even the generation I'm I'm in my forties and yes, life was busy, but when I was growing up, there was no internet, there was no Facebook, there was, and the other thing was there was a little bit of fast food, but it was not as prevalent as it is today. I mean, Jimmy John's Panera, all of these, you know, fast, casual things didn't even exist where I, I, where I grew up. And so I think, I think that's a piece of it, but a lot of times we also have some unrealistic expectations. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes we think that we have to have a perfectly balanced meal every night and I'm not a dietitian, but I sure know a lot of them. And I've talked with a lot of them and they're like, you know what? Feeding your family's enough. If it's chicken nuggets one night, you'll be okay. You'll make up for it the rest of the week, you know? And the other thing is, um, sometimes we don't do those little tiny pieces of prep to set us up for success. And that's why I am such a fan of meal planning, because if you take all of those decisions, there was a study put out by Cornell University. The average person makes 226 food decisions a day. Now, if you're a mother, I would bet that's going to double or even triple because you're deciding not about just yourself, but you're also deciding about your children as well, even if they're teenagers. Okay. And if you take a lot of those food decisions and put them into 10 minutes at the beginning of the week, then your brain is free. And I'm telling you, if you have not made a meal plan and experienced how amazing it is to not have to worry about what you're cooking for dinner, try it. And the brain space alone is worth the effort because I think the biggest reason why we don't want to cook is that it takes some brain space and we don't have much of it left. We don't have as busy moms. We don't have a lot of it left. So take all of those decisions, put it into 10 minutes at the beginning of the week. And then if your plan changed, totally happened to me yesterday. I went to the grocery store and there was all of these markdowns on meat. And I was like, my plan's changing because this will change my budget and I'm going to do it. And if your plan changes, that's okay. But you had your plan to fall back on. Right. And that helps your brain space. That's awesome. Yeah, it does. I, we, me and my husband argue about that all the time. Who, we, you know, he'll text me, what are we eating for dinner? I don't know. You, you don't have any ideas? No, I don't. And you know, it's all, it goes back and forth. And so now you're throwing out ideas and you're like, well, I don't have this or we don't have this or, you know. So yeah, it does. That That is definitely true. Now I will tell you when COVID hit, um, for me personally, prices went up on food. And for a family of six, uh-huh. it was like, I might as well be eating out, <laughs> you know, like, because to buy one meal for a family of six, it's like, and have, you know, to buy enough to have leftovers, because my kids, like you said, are teenagers, and so I'm like, we might as well just eat out, you know, and so that was one of what, that was one of the things that I was kind of processing, because prices went up on everything, and it's like, you know, we might as well just stop here and stop there, but when you're stopping two or three times a day, because we have two kids at one, you know, we have two kids in high school, two in middle school. Um, 
So when you're making four trips around the city and you're stopping multiple times because this one just got out of practice, that one just got out of practice, this one didn't have practice, you know, it, it adds up. <laughs> it adds up. It adds up. I will tell you that meal planning is one of the best things you can do for your budget and grocery prices are going up, but it is still going to be overall less expensive than eating out. And when you know what you're going to have, your budget is so much better because you only buy the things you need. And that doesn't mean if you go to the store and you see a really good deal on something that's marked down, well then swap out your meal plan. No big deal. I totally did it yesterday. But um, I will talk, meal planning, when people do New Year's resolutions, New Year's resolutions are usually around organization, health, or money, okay? When you do just the act of taking 10 to 15 minutes at the beginning of the week and meal plan, your health is going to get better because you naturally eat healthier when you are cooking from home. It is a proven thing that they have studied, okay? Your organization is better because you know what you're having. And so your brain isn't wasting time on thinking about food all day long. And your budget will go down because you are only buying the things that you need for what is on your plan. And you're not going to be getting as many extraneous things. I even say sometimes doing online grocery shopping is less expensive than going into the store because you're only getting what you really need and you're not getting all those little extra items and it can really help your budget. That's true. Um, we started doing that as well. And it's funny that you said that because we didn't realize how much more we were spending when we go in the store, especially when you have kids and they're going in there like, oh, I want this and can I have this and can I have this? And you're like, by the time you get up to the register, it's like, this is not what I planned on getting or spending. So that is definitely true. We we did we did notice that. Yeah, I, <laughs> we did yeah. notice that. You're not spending $80 on Pop-Tarts and chips because <laughs> I've done it. <laughs> right, right. That's true. Um, I love what you said, though, about the, the prepping and the planning in the, the headspace. You know, it, it didn't, um, I don't think it registers to us as women that when we're trying to organize our lives, you know, it's the small things that add up as well. Just like we're talking about, you know, eating out four or five times a day and, you know, this and that and other. We don't realize that mental space, that adds up just as much as your financials do. And I didn't realize that either until we started, you know, trying to take out something here and take out something there. <clears throat> now, we may not always accomplish it. Like you said, you know, things change. But just the, just the simple fact of, you know, I started, you know, I have a backup plan. Yeah. And I love that. I love it. So what do you do when you feel like you are kind of in a rut with food? Um, because I know towards the end of the year, we kind of get tired of everything, you know, and like you said, you go to a different grocery store, find a different recipe. Um, I'm that mom that I, I feel like we do need a balance because I used to get so hard on myself when we were eating out so much and they were doing sports. I'm like, oh my God, my kids hadn't had vegetables all week. You know, <laughs> you know, they haven't had any milk. They haven't had anything that's healthy, you know? So I'm definitely that mom now that I try to make sure I don't care what we're eating. We got to have something green on the plate or yellow, or whatever. Um, so for me, it was kind of frustrating and overwhelming because I want to keep that balance in, in the meal. But like you said, you know, it doesn't really matter because you're going to make up for it. But for that mom who's OCD with dinner, like, do you have another suggestion? I do. This is my best tip for getting more veggies in your kids that takes minimal to no effort. Go to the store. I, you can get them at like the big box stores if you're going to Sam's or Costco or something like that. Buy yourself one of those pre-made veggie platters. 
the veggies are washed, they are cut up, and they are there with some dip. And open it up and put it on the table either before dinner when the kids are snacking and they're kind of, everybody's kind of hangry. You can put it out then, but mentally you're thinking as a mom, this is part of dinner. Or put it straight out with dinner. You don't have to wash. You don't have to cut. The dip is already there. I love a pre-made veggie tray because it is the easiest way to get veggies in your kids. And if you have kids that are reluctant to veggies, my experience has been that most kids are better with raw veggies overcooked. I have found that it is much easier for kids that are reluctant of veggies to eat raw than cooked. And so I'm like, well, then just break out the veggie tray. <laughs> I just wrote that down. <laughs> That's what I was doing. <laughs> I didn't <Yeah>. want to <laughs> That's awesome. I didn't think about that. That's that totally awesome. And it's part of dinner. Like, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It counts. Totally it counts as dinner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I love, I love all of this. Um, I'm so glad my audience got to hear it. Is there any, um, any other tips that you would love to give us to keep that balance in the home, um, to keep our gas from wasting as well as money going and get stuff here and there? And another thing, I'm sorry, I know I, I keep asking multiple questions, but how do you keep from making so many trips to the store? Because I'm that mom that I do. I do shop at Sam's. I do one, you know, we hit the store once a month. That's it. Um, during the, the holidays, I kind of do, you know, bi-weekly because that's when their games pick up. That's when we're doing most of our running for shopping and, you know, getting family here and there, family coming in to visit or whatever. Um, so I try to do it weekly, but then it ended up being like daily. And I was like, oh my God, it's overwhelming. So do you have any tips about that? Okay. This is, this is a really big tip is I once a quarter like to do what I call a deep dive shopping trip. And I will take a morning and I try to do it during the week. Like I'll even take a day off from work to do this. Or you can do it on a Sunday morning. But I will take a morning and I will go and buy all of the staples. I'll go to like four stores to get me through the next three months. So I'm going to buy toilet paper. I'm going to buy deodorant. I'm going to buy toothpaste. I'm going to buy shampoo. I'm going to buy all of the canned goods that I need for the season, all of the pasta, as much of the frozen veggies, so that when I go to the store, all I'm needing to buy is fresh. I'm buying fresh meats, fresh veggies, but I am stocked up on the staples. And if I do that, and once a quarter is good, because that's kind of when the seasons change. And so I'm usually changing like from in the summer, I'm changing from grilling burgers to what I do in the fall is make chili. And so I'm needing to get tomatoes and beans where in the summer I was needing other things for burgers. And I stock up as much as I can on my pantry staples. That way, when I am doing my day-to-day -day grocery shopping, I'm in and out of the grocery store faster. And I can usually get by with one to two shopping trips a week. I'm at a place in my life where my refrigerator can't hold for all my four teenagers and I only have one refrigerator. So right. I often do a shopping trip at the beginning of the week. And then on Thursday or Friday, I'm usually going and buying a few fresh things, more lettuce. And usually I buy some fresh fish or something and I'll, you know, buy us, just get a few things later on in the week. But I can do that because I've done that deep dive shopping trip. The other thing is when I have my meal plan, I know what I need to get. And I'm not going back for those little last minute things that I forgot I needed for a recipe. And so those are kind of my two big tips for that. Okay. Awesome. I love it. Um, so do you have any other advice for us before we wrap up tonight on, you know, feeding your family? <laughs> the, I, I want you to know 
that you are enough. And if it's chicken nuggets or cereal or a gourmet meal, it doesn't matter. Feeding your family is enough. The family dinner table is a place of stability and connection for your children. And if you are taking the time to connect with them during a meal, even if it's in onesie twosies because your kids are in different activities, but if you're trying to have no kid eat alone and someone's always sitting with them when they're eating, you're going to create a culture in your family of stronger children and stronger bonds. And for me, in the end of the day, that's what's most important. I love it. Yes, it's true. We definitely tried to make sure we eat dinner together. So that's a lot of the reasons why we eat late. <laughs> We're yeah. waiting on somebody to get home or, you know, finish up something. So, yeah, but that's true. But you're right. You're That's that's true. You know, as long as you're feeding them, they'll make it. <laughs> they'll live another day. They will. <laughs> they will. So thank you so much, Maria. This has been awesome. Um, I've learned a lot. I know my audience has learned a lot. And I can't wait to have you back on the show. You know, as me and you both grow, as as we get to learn more and we educate ourselves more. I can't wait to hear what else you would have for us. But this has been amazing. And you guys definitely look her up. You want to give us your handles where we can find you? Sure. I'm everywhere at Feed Your Family Tonight. If you want my free weekly meal planning sheet, it's at feedyourfamilytonight.com slash plan. Follow me on Instagram or Facebook at Feed Your Family Tonight. I would love to connect with you there. And I'm always happy to answer questions. Or if you're just like, I, I, I'm done. I'm tired of cooking. You just, you can rant and I'll listen. Right. <laughs> awesome. Okay, guys, you know where to find her. We can't wait to reach out to you. See all the comments you guys go like her pages, join her community, and let's grow together as women and build stronger families together as well. We don't want to create habits that we that our kids have to grow up and break because of us. So thank you guys so much for joining us. You know where to find me anywhere you're listening to music, YouTube, Facebook, Pinterest. I'm everywhere you are. So like, share, comment, and we will see you guys next week. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.